welcome to Women Leading the Way radio show, where each time you'll hear from successful women CEOs, executives, and professionals, where we'll discover how they do what they do to be successful in business. We'll be interviewing women who have overcome big challenges, women who have incredible stories of lessons learned in dealing with adversity. We'll even interview women who have started and grown successful organizations and women who are C-level executives with unique talents and positions. Our goal is to bring successful businesswomen together to share how they're leading the way in business today. Good morning and welcome to Women Lead Radio brought to you by Connected Women of Influence. I'm Barbara Eldridge, your host of Trendsetting Women, and our topic today is be your best self on a good day. And our leading, leading lady for today is Dr. Mary Lou Ryder uh, of uh, UMass Global. Good morning, Mary Lou. Uh, welcome. How are you good doing morning. today? Great. I'm excited to be here. This is an exciting day. Well, we're, we're excited to have you. There's so much that you have, have contributed really to women that, that it really excited me to, to have you as our guest today. So let's, let's get to it. Can you, can you share with me how you first became involved in women's issues and research? I sure can. Uh, <laughs> it's kind of a, a mm-hmm. cute story. I, I actually became involved in women's issues when I was seven years old. And it kind of wow. started, uh, yeah, it started that early. Um, my father, uh, he was the father of six daughters, and uh, he was also a football coach. Um, but I, I belonged to, uh, after school, I used to play uh, uh, baseball with all the guys on the, on the block. And they were, they were in a little league team. And my father sponsored one of those teams. And I came to him when I was about seven years old, I think I was six or seven, and asked him if I could be on the team. And he said, he turned to me and he said, well, I don't think so, honey. I, uh, that team is just for boys. So um, <laughs> I, so about a couple hours later, I went into the bathroom and cut my hair like a boy and came out and said, well, can I, can, can I, be, can I be on the team now? And he just, got, he just looked at me like really sad and they all started laughing and thought that was pretty comical. So what I've learned over over time, um, I never I never took my eye off that story, but I also learned, Barbara, that we don't have to act like a man to um, get where we want to in life <laughs> and to be happy and to get access to some of those privileges that they have. But ever since I've been thinking about that throughout my entire life, and I think that that's a pivotal moment for me um, that got me started on, on this journey. Isn't it amazing how how our fathers fathers tend to to move us in the, those directions? I hear you. I know. I know. Uh, amazing, but you know, having having done the research and and all the involvement that you've done over the years, what do you think are the main factors that prevent women from gaining access to to really stepping into those higher positions and and um, you know, be it in business or you know, in in companies. Well, Barbara, that's um, that's a kind of a, another story. Uh, when I became a I became a, a secondary principal uh, as my first career move, and um, I never, you know, it was it was fairly easy for me to gain that position as a female. Uh, but it wasn't until I sat in that boardroom on my first meeting and I looked around the room and I realized, you know, out of thirty of us in the school district, that only two of us were females. 
So I, wow. went, I started to do my own research, um, and this was 20 years ago, but I started to do my own research on that and started surveying females. And um, I focused on the, uh, the external barriers that were getting women, um, that were holding women up, you know, like being place-bound, uh, outright discrimination against women, uh, having children. I, I basically focused on those, and, and it wasn't till. I was giving a workshop. Um, I was giving a workshop on careers about five years ago, and uh, equal number of males and females in the workshop. It was an all-day workshop, and I told the people in the workshop that we were going to go through all the information on uh, interviewing. And then at the end of the uh, session, I was going to spend about an hour and a half on mock interviews. So I asked the question. Uh, in the room, who would like to be the first to volunteer to, to be uh, interviewed? Well, every hand in the room of all the males went up. It was like schoolboys <laughs> with their hands waving in the air. So, uh, you know, I just took that under consideration, and we went through the interview, and then we took a little break, and I went around to some of the women, and I said, what's with this? Why, you, you know, why aren't you volunteering? And one of the women was just very forthcoming. She says, uh, Dr. Ryder, I don't want to feel stupid. And I said, well, you're not going to feel stupid. I'm going to help you. And long story short, she did a great job. But on the way home, I started to think this is way bigger than, than external <laughs> uh, barriers. This, is, this comes from within. And that's where mm-hmm. I started to focus my uh, thinking and, and working with uh, about 15 students in my university on uh, self-sabotage. We really do wow. get in our own way, and a lot's been written on it, um, but there are just so many things that we can flip, uh, that we can flip in our behaviors as women so that we don't get in our own way, so that we can be our best selves on a good day. And I say a good day because every day is not a good day. You know, some of us <laughs> have problems on days. But just to put our best foot out there, uh, there's there's a lot we could do to to flip that switch. So so what I'm hearing you say is we have we kind of have to realize within ourselves what it is that we need to do to make it the best day. Yes, it's it's not so much we realize it. Yeah, we can realize it, mm-hmm. but also we can put we can learn about it. Like just by attending this uh, uh, show today, women are hopefully they'll leave with some things that they've never thought about before. Um, mm-hmm. For example, one of those things in self-sabotage is thinking too small, okay? Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's documented in the literature, but there's things that we can do uh, to, to flip that thinking too small. One of them is um, uh, women have a tendency to say, I'm just a secretary. I'm just a mother. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm just an assistant principal. In fact, I was with a, a colleague that's got, that was a CEO, and she said, well, I'm just an adjunct. Um, and that's minimalizing <laughs> our our sense of who we are. Um, and so if we can take that out of our, our vocabulary, that kind of thinking, and, and actually embrace who we are at the moment, those are kind of things women can do. Um, wow. Another another one is uh, perfection, that, that bit of perfectionism that women uh, get routed in that holds them up. Uh, the research is very clear out there, Barbara, that um, – uh, men will apply for a job when they only have 50% of the qualifications. And, and many times women, <laughs> they won't put their hat in the ring until they feel that they're right there on target at 100%. Um, 
Um, wow. And then there's many more, and I can share them if you'd like me to. Um, well, sure. You know, even even you know you're you're relating them all to work, but you know what happens within you know our own personal lives at home. You know, there's different things that that trigger that as well. Am I right? Absolutely. Yes, and uh, when I when I talk about the self-sabotaging behavior, I talk about that ability to be able to have that personal power uh, at home. Mm-hmm. Uh, and your and your son's coach, if you're if you're, if you're coaching your son's uh, games or in a PTA, <laughs> um, it's like, for example, the, it's really factors on the confidence factor, acting with confidence. And there's so many ways that women can gain more confidence in their personal and professional lives. Um, one of them, I've talked about the just a thinking, but one of them is just learning to say no. Uh, <laughs> we, as, since the moment we were born, we have learned to please everyone in our in our inner circles and in our uh, sphere of influence. And so, just knowing when is a good time uh, when when you can say no. No, I'm too busy to take on that task. Or uh, no, I I I really don't feel like you know. Uh, being on that committee, that's a, that's a step for women to start to reflect. Another one is to um, something something as simple as making a list of your successes. Okay, so mm. I, I'm going to be on this. <laughs> I'm going to be on this radio show today, and I I, I, I do a mile walk every day, and so obviously I'm very accomplished. I'm a, a professor, and I'm right. had a, I had mm-hmm. a, lo- a long career. But I still went over my list of accomplishments, to, accomplishments in my career, in my life, to give me that little boost to come on this show today. And so I think it's, it's always with us. And it can be an accomplishment like, hey, I successfully raised three children. Or, hey, you know, I, I did a dinner party last night for five people and everybody seemed to be very happy. Or um, at least I applied for that job. And I had the guts to actually put my hat in the ring. Those type of things. <laughs> Mary Lou, it is one of the things that got me very personally to to step up years and years ago. And it's one of the things I use with my own with my own clients uh, that I give them a sheet so that they can track those things. It, you're you're absolutely right. It's one of the most powerful tools we can use to take those next steps. Um, it is it is just fascinating to me. But you know. I think what you said earlier had to do with, um, you know, the saying no is realizing that we have a choice. I don't think people realize that. So um, no. how, how have they, you seen that that same thing kind of transpire? Uh, yeah, yes. They, women don't uh, – they believe that um, they, they don't have the confidence to uh, actually look into themselves and to learn how to say no and to speak up. Uh, women are a lot of times because of this lack of confidence. They won't. They're in a group. Uh, many times they won't speak up what's on their mind. Uh, they're fearful that mm-hmm. they're going to be perceived as looking stupid. They're fearful that um, <laughs> what they're what they're going to say is not going to be received. And right now, I'm working with some young girls on on that very issue because Barbara, I, I've spent my whole life on. Um, working with women and helping them get more tools in their toolkit to become, to become, have, have that personal power to move forward in their lives and in their personal environments. But I think it all behooves us to do a 180, turn around and look at those young girls in the eye and say, what can I do to help you? 
because I, I don't think much is going to change unless we can really put our arms around those young girls coming up. Uh, something as simple as uh, young girls, uh, teaching them how to take a compliment. All right, so if you tell a young girl that she looks, you know, really, I like your outfit, she'll often defer and say, oh, it's really nothing and I need to lose more weight or, you know, I I, I got it for $5, you know, at the thrift shop. (laughs) So I actually worked with a group of young girls to actually teach them, and we all practice it, how to accept the compliment. (laughs) So something as simple as that. Uh, And it goes for women, too. Yeah. Oh, I was just going to say that, and that definitely carries over to <clears throat> what we do in the workplace and um, <laughs> and demean ourselves by not accepting the compliment. Yes, and we, so, we and all many times we just want to be nice and we do anything to please everyone, and so that self reflection is a big piece for women. <laughs> so, at this point, you know. When when did you start authoring books? Well, my first when did this book become called, important to you? Well, my first book was written, uh, it was published by New Horizon Press. It was uh, called The Sex Factor with a double X. And it was written uh, as an offshoot of my research on gender dissonance. And basically mm-hmm. gender dissonance, it's kind of an old theory. It's basically that women are discriminated against uh, by, by uh, men in power. <clears throat> Uh, who want to bring up other men in power that look like them. So it was kind of a, a feminist <laughs> book. Had a lot of the tools uh, that I'm out there um, working with today with women. Uh, but it's uh, it was kind of a, a feminist book. Uh, the books that we're offering <laughs> now are really more positive books about, okay, so we know we know what the situation is out there on the white male phenomenon and, and you know, that most jobs – uh, are held right now in positions of power by uh, white males or males in general. Uh, but what can we do now to get, get equal footing? Um, and that's where mm-hmm. all of the other books that I've published and co-authored with my sister, uh, Jessica, Par- Jessica Thompson, uh, has basically to help women to change the conversation for women out there. But there is one, one that you did on... on um women staying relevant in their senior years. I, I find that interesting because it kind of takes it away from the, um, the company necessarily kind of things. Yes, uh, and that's a, that was the first book that I co-authored with my sister. We both uh, had retired. I retired <laughs> from, a, from the school superintendency, and I found myself uh, a week later I was in this high-powered job, you know, phone calls every day, solving problems. Uh, I I really hadn't made an exit plan for what that was going to look like after retirement. I didn't do much thinking about it at all. And I found myself in Costco standing in line for the crispy chicken, and I had a little panic attack. And I said, oh, my God, look at me here. I'm like in Costco. A week ago I was in high heels and a a suit, and – I had a, a little panic attack, and I, I came home and I called my sister, and she said, "Well, I'm experiencing the same thing. Uh, let's go out and write a book together because you're you're a great author. Let's do this." And we did. We interviewed hundreds of women. And we wanted to Excellent. know what it was like to um, still be have that personal power as a as a senior wo- woman, and we had more fun writing that book. And that was. Uh, 
that was a very successful book for us, and not only Excellent. professionally but but personally from what we learned from it. Mary Lou, it's time we take a break. Okay. <laughs> Women Lead Radio is brought to you today by Connected Women of Influence and our partner, National University. National University is proud to be San Diego's largest private nonprofit university founded in 1971. The National University mission is to provide accessible, achievable higher education to adult learners. Today, National University educates students from across the U.S. and around the globe with over 170,000 alumni worldwide. Thank you for your support, National University, and to all of our sponsors and our partners. And now, Barbara, back to your show. Well, welcome back, Mary Lou. Um, Mary Lou Ryder, I should say, or should I just call you Dr. Mary Lou Ryder? No, um, I'm fine. <laughs> I, I really, you know, I know that was the, we just finished talking about that first book, which I, I just will love to get my hands on, but um, you are into co-authoring several other kinds of books, and there's a, there's a word that you use that intrigues me, and so would you share with us about your um, in, Instagraphics books uh, specifically, um, and let us know what that means, and, and tell us all about it. Oh, I'd be glad to. Um, Instagraphic books are these little tiny uh, six by six inch books, and each one of them has about 200 pages in them. Well, every page um, it is, uh, ha- has a message on it. We have three books out, one for senior women, one for career and uh, w- women uh, in their personal environments, and then one for teen girls. And um, our thesis is that uh, women are so busy. This kind of came to us during the pandemic. Women are so busy that they just don't have time to sit down and read a self-help book. But they will, um, they love inspirations. They love to um, get some power tips. They love to get some uh, advice uh, on how they can gain personal power. So each one of these books, in a, in a kind of a humorous and fun way, uh, delivers uh, what we believe to be some really concrete uh, tools to help women uh, gain their own personal power. So we're pretty, we're very excited about it. We we uh, have a trademark application out on them uh, because we're hoping to produce some more. And the, the the results of people who have them, they said they're so much fun. They love them. They, uh, in fact, we just had uh, a coach. Uh, she bought 25 of the books just to, to have a session with all of her girls on uh, her soccer team. So um, wow. it's got a lot of yeah, it's got a lot of information in it. We're kind of excited about it. It was it was again a, a fun project for us to engage in, but hopefully we'll uh, change the conversation for young girls and women out there. <laughs> it sounds like you already are. Um, what is, what capacity are you in now that that you're still? I mean, other than writing, that you're still influencing influencing women, but influencing really the marketplace overall. Well, it goes back to that a trip in Costco. Um, I, I said, Barbara, I didn't have a plan, and I was in, had a panic attack. Uh, and I think all <laughs> women should think about this as they, as they move into their senior years and even while they're still working. Um, I knew that I was still uh, relevant to, to women, and I needed to 
uh, find something to gain, give me access to that. I had so many skills that I had developed, and I, I just didn't want to uh, you know, quit working and being relevant. So I uh, applied for a professorship at uh, Brahman, which is now uh, UMass Global, and mm-hmm. I have been able to work with some extremely intelligent, bright young women uh, on their research. And uh, in partnership with them, they've produced some stunning research, again, on some of these self-sabotaging behaviors and on uh, mm-hmm. ways that women mm-hmm. can gain access. Um, but I'm, I'm current. I, I, I'm out speaking. I'm, uh, <laughs> I have some schedules to go to some uh, schools for girls, and I'm going to be speaking to them. I'm presenting at some women's conferences. So, yes, I think that... Um, and that just kind of leads me to something else, Barbara. It's, a, it's about we all need to build a power web. Um, mm. That was one of the main uh, pieces of research that um, my students came up with, that everyone that they interviewed who had become successful in their careers, they all said that they, uh, they belong to a power web of, of, of high, powerful females and uh, women uh, that were even, uh, you know, below them in their careers, like uh, classified workers or women in their community. Um, so that is really critical. And, and I think that um, my, uh, that's one of the reasons why I joined Connected Women of Influence is because I wanted to be uh, associated and to learn and to keep growing with this group of powerful women. Fantastic. You know, it's interesting that you that you talk about a power web. You know, um, I deal with small business owners in groups on a weekly basis in, in MindMasters, but I like the combination of men and women because I believe they each have different ways of seeing things. Um, and yet, you know, the groups that have somehow gotten just to be just to be um, all all women in, in one of my groups. Um, Sometimes they hold back from each other, you know, they're, um, uh, or they don't like what the other one is saying. So it's, it's interesting to see that reflected, even though these people have their own businesses. So um, is, is there anything else you can share about that, you know, this power web, how to really enhance it? Well, I think you're right about, the, about having males inside that power web. I think that's really important to belong uh, to groups that do have males. And I think one of the, the things that uh, is most stunning about uh, the, the Connected Women of Influence is that it, there's, it spans all <laughs> age groups. Mm-hmm. So, um, and I think that if you can keep uh, young people in your sphere of influence, if you're a senior woman like myself, or um, you know, up and comers and people with you know with, with different uh, mindsets. I think that's really cr- critical uh, to keep all those options open for having those people in your life. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> so is it just kind of you know joining a group, you know, maybe like Connected Women of Influence that meets on a weekly basis, or or do you you know? I know networking has. I've always talked about that. You know creating your power partners, but that's more for the development of business. But do you see it kind of as the same kind of pulling together of, of you know, your power web? Uh, I do. Let me share another story that I think may resonate with you on this. Um, so I've had some experiences with gaining uh, uh, access to uh my salary, you know, getting, getting uh, increases <laughs> in my salary. 
And there was a case where I did not get the salary I wanted to get because I didn't have enough information to to how to, to how to um, go and get that get that information. So there was a woman who applied for the same job as myself, and we're in this organization. And they brought her in at the lower level. They were thinking of bringing her in at the lower level. And um, I picked up the phone, and I called her, and I said to her, look, they brought me in at the lower level, and um, I've had to work my way up to get to this higher level. I said, ask for the medium level. Ask for as much as you can. I don't think I can do that. I said, (laughs) you never know until you try. So please please do that for yourself and, and just because I want to pass this information on to you. So she said she was very nervous about doing that. But she did, she did ask for the medium level of, to be brought into the organization, and they gave it to her. So <laughs> for me, I, I think for women, that's very, very difficult to do, uh, to give these women, uh, to, to help other women, uh, let them know some of the struggles that you've had and give them that information so that they can get access to that. We have to reach out and mentor other women, even if it means, you know, giving your key secrets away. Um, and that was, and I felt really good about that. When I, the day after I called her, I was back out on that, on that mile walk. And I said, you know, I hope she gets it because um, I didn't get it because mm-hmm. I didn't have the information. I, I was, I was naive, but, but now she's, I hope she gets that. So I think it's important that we pass on what we know to help women uh, gain access to the, being their best self on a good day, Barbara. <laughs> Well, that kind of support, you know, is is fantastic. I, I totally agree with you. Without it, um, you know, we really question ourselves. I have been I have been down that road for a long time, uh, so I I understand what you're saying. Well, um, what's what's ahead for Dr. Mary Lou? Oh, pardon me, I missed that. I'm sorry, I didn't I didn't hear it. The question. I said, so what's ahead for Dr. Mary Lou? What is ahead? Oh, that's a good question. Well, I'm moving <laughs> over to, I'm actually doing um, some research on intersectionality. So I'm working now on. Okay, wait a minute, uh, say that again. Say that intersectionality. again on what? In, on intersectionality. I'm, I'm working intersectionality. with. Intersectionality. Yes, yeah, so let me explain what that is. I'm working okay. with, with a group of women, and we're going to go out and study not only being a female. But at, let's add the layer of being perhaps gay. Let's add the layer of being uh, African American. Let's add the, add the layer of being disabled. So um, just adding, you know, there are there are many women out there that have struggled through just the fact of being a woman. You know, there's as we talked here today, there's there's a lot of things we uh, need to be aware of. But when you add that second layer um, of another another uh, barrier, so to speak, in their minds. I think it's, it's, I'm looking forward to some really compelling uh, results mm-hmm. from the research mm-hmm. in that area. So that's where I'm going. I'm, going. Um, <laughs> I, I'm hoping to uh, be an advocate for young girls. That's my next passion. I'd, I'd like to um, get involved in some uh, projects that really um, can help young girls uh, get, to, get the tools in their toolkit that they need to change the world for all of us. Wow! Wow! <laughs> I I just I just love it. So I I know, you know I don't want to, our our listeners to to miss 
give me the name of your books again. I, I just think it's important, you know, especially for young people, the Insta books. Uh, the, the Insta graphics. Uh, all the books can be found on our website called Sister to Sister Secrets. Dot com sister to sister secrets dot com excellent dot com and we have three three instagraphics uh, show your worth girl is for our teen girls uh, know your worth girl is for our um, career and uh, young mothers and uh, for women up to age fifty five and then love your age girls for senior women so um, <laughs> they're fun books I love it each one is Loaded with uh, inspirations, hints, and tips, and truths to be your best self on a good day. Excellent, excellent. Well, um, wish we had had more than uh, half an hour to um, converse about this because I think uh, the women in our world uh, need need to hear it more. You know, it, I I grew up, not grew up, but I've been in business and. It, Based repetition of information is what helps us make those changes. So I really, really appreciate what you have done and, um, and are continuing to do. So um, uh, I don't know how to um, uh, end this. I, I'm, anything, anything you want to share other than your website? Is there um, yeah, phone number Barbara, or please? Mm-hmm. Just thank you so much for having me on here and for the women listening today. Um, let's just let's just kind of wrap up a couple things that you can take out of here. If you if you use okay. just the thinking, put an X through it. Um, if you <laughs> are uh, if you're a perfectionist, think about um, uh, maybe the word pretty good uh, to try to take a look at that perfectionism on you. Uh, speak up in a group. Um, don't be afraid to speak up and, and don't ask for permission to speak. Raise your hand and speak. Okay. Learn to okay. learn to say no and. Uh, and learn to take a good compliment by just so somebody says that they they like your uh, project to say thank you very much. I worked very hard on it. So you thank can take you. some of those thank you. Thank out you. of today. So thanks for uh, having me here, Barbara. Thank you. I enjoyed it. That's, that's our show for today, Mary Lou. I'd like to say thank you to you for being our leading lady today and especially thanking our listeners both in the United States and internationally. Uh, um, to convey all of this information. We'll be back again uh, next Monday at 9, uh, 2, um, 2 p.m. Eastern Time. And it's my sincere pleasure to be your host today. Thank you all for listening. Have a great week. Women Leading the Way is produced by Connected Women of Influence, the premier private membership organization where like-focused, business-to-business executive and professional women connect, collaborate, and cultivate a vast network of high-level affiliations, resources, and professional relationships. For more information about Connected Women of Influence, please visit our website at connectedwomenofinfluence.com. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.